You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome in to Timberwolves tonight here on News Talk 830 WCCO. The Wolves getting back to their winning ways. I called it out earlier today on the station. I said that the Wolves would win. I, I shouldn't be, you know, tooting my own horn. But anyway, they get the win in New Orleans tonight, 111-102. Love to get your thoughts, your reactions, your opinions, perspectives on tonight's basketball game at 651-461-9226. That number again, 651-461-9226. We'll talk Timberwolves basketball here for the next uh, 30 minutes. And also a reminder that it is a Wolves Wednesday. Okay, so you will, in the next 30 minutes or even less, get an opportunity, a chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to see the Timberwolves at Target Center. When you hear the Wolves howl, be the third caller to 651-461-9226. And these are some good tickets because the opponent that uh, will be giving away tickets to see the Denver Nuggets on Sunday, February the 5th. So it's a Wolves Wednesday. We'll be giving away that four-pack of tickets. When you uh, hear the Wolves howl, be the third caller to 651-461-9226. Tonight, the Wolves in New Orleans. There were a couple of observations that I want to get into here to kick off the show. The first is that, and I mentioned this on Twitter, Anthony Edwards is, is definitely, in my opinion, worthy of being an all-star. Now, whether Anthony Edwards ends up being selected, because he's not getting voted in. We all know that, right? Like, I, I've, I've done enough of the voting myself when you get the emails from NBA.com that says, okay, if you go ahead and on this specific day, you get triple the points for voting uh, and all of that. Look, I've done my fair share of voting. I'm trying to get Ant into the NBA All-Star game. He's not going to get voted in, Okay. If you just look at, 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 at who's getting the top people that are getting, he's not going to get in that way. But if he is able to, um, in the eyes of the NBA brass and coaches, get selected, I, I, I think he's right there. I think he's worthy of it. it and, and tonight is one of those nights in which you look and you see how he played, and you say, yeah, it's one of those nights where he's proven that he's worthy of being an all-star. 37 points. Five assists, six rebounds. He's doing a little bit of everything, right? Anthony Edwards leading the charge. And it's not just what he did tonight. It's what he's been doing all season long. Anthony Edwards, even though we get intoxicated with the slam dunks, the spectacular plays, the athleticism, his game all around is continuing to improve. He's getting better. And I think that we should give Anthony Edwards some credit for that. Now, there are certain little things that we can kind of nitpick about with Anthony Edwards' game. But how can you not like what he's bringing to you? I mean, what he's doing so so early in his career? Just a spectacular young player. So I wanted to start with that because I think that, Ant, that conversation needs to be had about him being an all-star. 
Now, um, the second thing that I wanted to get to and get your reaction to it um, at 651-461-9226 is we have to have the conversation about Rudy Gobert. And the thing that I would say about Rudy Gobert, without question, Rudy Gobert is not the problem with the Timberwolves. He is the person that we have had in the crosshairs that people have been fixated on because he's the shiny new toy. He's the person that we gave up a bunch of um, draft picks and we gave away some players for Rudy Gobert, right? I get that. But he's not the problem with the Wolves. Okay, he's not. Now, I'm, now, when I say that he's not the problem, I'm not saying that at this particular point, I love the trade. Because I didn't love the trade when it happened. And I don't think that I'll ever love the trade because you trade away way too many first-round picks. But this is the deal. I say that he's not the problem because I don't think that he's the problem. And I think that anybody that's been watching the way that he's been playing would understand he's not the problem. This is the problem. I'm not sure that he and Cat can play together. That's the issue. It's one thing to say that Rudy is the problem. It's another thing to say that that he and Cat can play on the court at the same time and they be able to to create and wreak havoc across the league. I, I'm not sure of that. And I, I think that that's the problem. At some point, Cat's going to come back. And we know that. And I think that we'll get another glance at Rudy and Cat on the court at the same time. But just Rudy by himself, am I going to put the blame on Rudy Gobert? No. Rudy Gobert didn't trade himself to Minnesota. If you're going to be critical of anybody, of course, the guy that's heavily compensated is the man in the front office that's making the moves, Tim Connolly. All right? But I don't want fans to continue to take the jabs at Rudy Gobert because I don't think that Rudy is playing um, to the level where everybody's looking at Rudy Gobert and saying he sucks. Rudy Gobert does not suck. Rudy Gobert had a good night tonight. I'm not saying that every single night has been a great night for Rudy Gobert. But Rudy has shown that he can make an impact in a positive way. Tonight, another double-double, 17 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 1 block shot in 35 minutes. So we still have to figure out whether he and Cat can play together. That's a different conversation. But himself just being the problem, he being the reason why the the Timberwolves have not taken that next step, I wouldn't say that at all. 651-461-9226. My guy, Jay McDaniels. Rough night for Jaden because he fouled out again, consecutive games of Jaden fouling out. But when he needed to make a clutch basket, he made clutch baskets. Those final couple of shots that he took tonight, clutch. Jaden tonight, 10 points, and his impact tonight was more so on the offensive end because he was 4-7, and he made a couple of three-point shots. But 10 points, just a couple of assists, one steal. He didn't have any rebounds. This is not typical of Jaden McDaniels. But he was in foul trouble and ended up fouling out. But uh, Jaden McDaniels with some clutch baskets down the stretch. Another decent night from D'Angelo Russell as well. D'Angelo Russell has those heat-check type of moments. And he had some of that tonight, 19 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds. The return of Brandon Ingram 
He absolutely had a lot of rust tonight for the New Orleans Pelicans with his 13 points, five boards, five assists, but he shot the ball poorly. Four of 18 from the field, and he was 0 of 6 from distance. CJ, he's a dog. I mean, you talk about a guy that just, I'm a big fan of CJ McCollum, both on and off the court. He just, hey, man, he's a bucket getter. That's what he is. 25 points for him tonight, five boards, eight assists. Um, he didn't get a ton of help, though. Ingram with his 13 points. Um, Devontae Graham off the bench. He was 4-4 off the bench. Four three-point shots with his 12 points off the uh, the bench for the Pelicans. But it was all about the Wolves tonight, 111-102. to They were dominant in the third quarter. That's typically been the, the quarter where the, the Wolves have struggled they outscored the Pelicans 39-21, to and that was, I don't say that was the ball game because the Pelicans did right the ship in the fourth quarter, but not enough. Your phone calls, your reactions, your perspectives, 651-461-9226. This is Timberwolves tonight. You're on The Good Neighbor. All right, welcome back. News Talk 830 WCCO. Timberwolves get back to 500. Yes. It feels good. Yes, it does feel good. 111-102. Timberwolves defeat the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. Pelicans fall to 26-23. and No Zion Williamson tonight for the Pelicans. As I mentioned um, last night, he's going to be out for another couple of weeks. Um, they did get the return of Brandon Ingram, who's been out for quite some time. I think Brandon Ingram had been out for like the last couple of months. The last time he played, I think, was November the 25th or something like that. But uh, he was extremely rusty. We know that when he's on his game, he can be an all-star and all of that. Um, But tonight we saw Anthony Edwards, who I believe should be an all-star tonight, um, go off. Like he was, he was, he was A1 from day one. He really was tonight. 37 points, six boards, five assists. Uh, Whenever you have 35 and five or over that, you're really playing good basketball, and he had uh, a nice little stat line tonight. Also, D'Angelo Russell with 19, five assists and three boards and a couple of steals. Uh, Rudy Gobert, 7-12 from the field, 17 points, 12 boards, three assists, uh, one steal, and one block shot. Kyle Anderson, slow-mo, who didn't um, – um, who who, who – <laughs> Who, who didn't, I guess he had a situation tonight where he got into a little bit of a disagreement with the, uh, with the officials. Um, but he didn't, um, he didn't have a meltdown. He had 10 points, seven assists, three boards, couple of block shots, couple of steals. Good night for Kyle Anderson slow mo. But the one thing that the Wolves have to do, and I know that Jim Peterson brought this up, and I agree with Jim Pete. Jim Pete's my guy. And I tweeted about this and he said it on the broadcast. They got to stop the complaining. The complaining is not productive. It gets you nowhere. It doesn't help the Wolves at all. So that part I just don't get. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. They got to knock it off. It's not productive. All the complaining. And look, and the reason why I say the entire team, because it is the entire team, with the exception of Torian Prince. Torian Prince seems to be the only person that really doesn't complain. But everybody else complains. And I know that. Before we, the last couple of years, we would mention and, and say that it was, um, cat, why you keep complaining? Yeah, cat does it a lot. 
Ants does it now, but Ants is is, is different. Ants, he doesn't do the all out complain. Ant does the hey. Y'all see, y'all noticed that. We we seen it. It started at the end of last year, and now it trickled into so many possessions per game this year. Where when he feels like he should get a call, hey. Sometimes he'll get a call, he still says it. And a lot of times he doesn't get a call, he says it. That's to draw attention from the officials, which that's a little bit different. I don't really have that much of a problem with it. Um, he does complain otherwise, and he's picked up some technical fouls. Um, we just got to knock that off and, and kind of nip that in the bud because it's not productive. We're not getting anywhere with it. We're not. Rudy, he does some complaining, gets texts. We just it, we get out of sorts, so we shouldn't we shouldn't have that happening. A congratulations to Mitch of Minneapolis. Mitch, he got the four packet tickets. He'll be watching the Timberwolves at Target Center Sunday, February fifth. He'll be cheering them on as they take on the Denver Nuggets. I assume he's going to be rooting for the Wolves, not against the Wolves. Mitch, don't do that. That that would not be good. That would not be good. But love to get your reaction to tonight's basketball game. Six five one four six one nine two two six. What do you guys think? about tonight's game and your reactions to the Wolves defeating the Pelicans in New Orleans. Uh, Another good thing for the Wolves is the fact that we are about to embark on six consecutive home games at Target Center. So the Wolves, this is where the Wolves can really, um, really kind of go into the NBA All-Star break playing some really good basketball at home, right? To, to be in a situation to where you're back to 500, okay? You've made it back to 500. You struggled, you've been inconsistent, you're this, you're that, but then you finally get back to 500, and now all of a sudden you got a nice little stretch where you're going to be at home, and you can get ahead. Now, it's not the easiest of schedules, okay? Let me just go ahead and note that, but you're still at home. You don't have to deal with all the travel. You don't have to deal with with any. Let me go ahead and lay out who they're facing over this homestand. You got a back-to-back this weekend. You face Memphis on Friday. Then Saturday, you face Sacramento. Then Sacramento stays in town all weekend, and Sacramento will play you again at Target Center on Monday. Then you face the Golden State Warriors on Wednesday. And then you face the Orlando Magic on Friday and then that Sunday, you face the Denver Nuggets. So when I look at this, look, Sacramento's been the surprise team in the West. Memphis, we know how good they are. Golden State, we know that they're the defending champions. We know how legit they are. Orlando's starting to make some noise and playing better basketball. And Denver's the best team in the West to this point. So that six games is hardcore at home. No gimmies at all. Got to find a way, though. You cannot be at home for the next six games and have a losing homestand. Any any disputing that, Chris Chris Tubbs, that that the Wolves, even though it's Memphis, a back to back with uh, Sacramento, Golden State, Orlando, and Denver, you got to have a winning homestand, correct? Or or at least a five hundred homestand. I, I think with what this team is and and where they're at right now, like I think five hundred. To me, would be good. I I don't know that we can go out and say you got to have a winning homestand, 
because of those teams, number one. But as long as you're not losing any ground, I mean, you're getting, I don't want to say a compromised Grizzlies team, but you're getting a Grizzlies team right now that is struggling as much as they've struggled the entire season. I, I think Sacramento's been a very they've been a good story in the Western Conference. But they're absolutely they're they're an upstart team. I mean they have got some players and I like what they're building. But let's see if it's smoke and mirrors or if it's actually sustainable. Uh, I mean, Golden State, that's one of those teams. that These are not the typical Golden State Warriors. So I feel like you're getting teams maybe not as strong as they had particularly been in the past. I'd love to see a 4-2 and two homestand. But if you go through... Yeah, but that's the reason why. You just spelled it out that Sacramento is surprising people. Yeah. Memphis, um, a little bit dinged up. Golden State, not the typical Golden State. If that is the resume of who you're facing right now, then you got to steal some of these games. Because after the six-game road stretch, you're going on the road for four. And you know who you're facing? Denver, Utah, who you've had problems with, Memphis, and then Dallas and Luka. So you got to have a stretch where you're going to be winning basketball games. You, you, you do, but at the same time, the consistent inconsistency of this team is absolutely maddening. How can you go out and metaphorically crap the bed against Houston and then come back and play a really good game in a, you know, maybe the best quarter that they've had all year, that third quarter, uh, you know, coming out tonight on the road against New Orleans. So, in but that's th- my point. Well, don't be con- don't be inconsistent. Well, it, that's my point. That you, you got to that's easier yeah, said you, than you, done you, though. I, I, it, but you but you have to do it. You cannot sit here and be teetering back and forth in uh, we're two games under 500. You're we're at 500. Like at some point you have to make the push because if the if the if the idea or the thought is, well, this stretch is yeah, six games at home, but you just got to be 500, and then we'll wait to the next stretch. The next stretch isn't any easier. You can't wait for stretches to get easy to think that you're going to come up. At some point, you have to say, we're better than these teams that we're facing, even though on paper you might not be, but we're going to go out and we're going to take it. Like, this is where you say, we got that dog in us, and we're going to go out there and we're going to rise to the occasion. Because... If you asked anybody before they went on the road and faced these two get uh, uh played these two games, what would most people have said? They'll beat Houston and lose to New Orleans. That's yes. what people would have said. Yeah. It ended up being flipped around. So my point is is if that is indeed the case and how they want to go about their business, then that means surprise us. Surprise us and go four and two at home out of the six, six games that you play. I, I would love to see that. I don't know if this team is capable of that though. I would like to think that they are. And you mentioned, you know, right now the big question when Cat comes back, this team I feel is starting to settle in to Rudy Gobert, which is great. I, I would love to be able to say they can go four and two, they can go five and one, but they haven't shown anything yet that says that they've got that one push in them. And that one yeah. push might be enough to get them into the top end of the Western Conference. I just haven't seen any enough anything through 50 games that says that they are a team that is capable of doing what we want them to do, even for a six or seven game period. I agree, but at some point you got to turn it up, is what I'm saying, though, Chris. Let me ask you this: We're 25 and 25, right? Yes. What was their record after 50 games last year? I don't even remember. 25 and 25? 25 and 25. Okay. Now it's time to step it up. 
That's that's what I'm saying. Like like if the litmus test is well well we're going to compare ourselves this year to last year, and I know the dynamic is different because we got different uh, players on the team. But all I'm saying is is you have to look in the mirror and you have to say that we're going to step up. And to be honest with you, you're at the same mark as last year, and Cats missed a month. So you should actually feel better about your situation moving forward. That's the way that I, and, I think. And, and, I'm, and maybe had, I'm being overly optimistic. <laughs> well, I, and they've had more struggles this year continuity-wise. Like I, I think we were waiting for that switch to turn on. And is is this it? I, I mean, they've been very competitive on the road in games that you know, they barely lost. That game in Denver – I thought was like hella competitive. I was super impressed with them, even in losses. But then you yep. get into that game against Houston, you're like, damn, what is this team? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, again, they've got the talent to do it. But, yeah, absolutely. I don't think we can compare them to last year because two different teams. Do they have the talent? I believe they do. Do they have the spot to be able to do it? That remains to be seen. Well, yeah, it's two different teams, but you're always going to compare teams, regardless of whether we like it or not. Like, it's a different team this year than last year, clearly, but you're always going to compare one year to, to, to the next, because you know why? People are going to look to last year and say, well, why, why is this team much improved? And they'll cite the differences between the two teams. And, and, and roster construction is part of that. All right. 651-461-9226. Love to get your reaction. If you have one with regards to tonight's basketball game with the Wolves defeating the New Orleans Pelicans 111 to 102. Wolves get the victory. Come back to Target Center here for a six game homestand at 25 and 25. Your phone calls next year on Timberwolves tonight. All right. Final segment, final few minutes here on a Timberwolves tonight on a Wolves Wednesday. 651-461-9226. Wolves defeat the New Orleans Pelicans. C.J. McCollum, take that. Brandon Ingram, welcome back, but you're not going to win tonight. Anthony Edwards doing his thing. D'Angelo Russell, D'Lo, handling business. And it was not a big night for the Wolves bench. Nobody from the Wolves had, like, this massive impact. I know that Nas Reed did have an impact. He only had six points off the bench. But, man, the seven rebounds were were huge. A couple of nice block shots, a couple of steals. So some quality minutes tonight from Nas. But Nas had six. Um, Nathan Knight only had two points. Jalen Noel, he's been off. He's been – I don't want to say he's been – well, I guess you could say he's been struggling lately. Um, 205 from the field, only five points. And we know that Jalen, uh, for the most part, he's a bucket getter, but he hasn't been, um, a stud offensively here over the, uh, the last couple of weeks. Let's get to these highlights and then we'll, we'll call it good. Uh, but look, let's start in the, uh, the first quarter. Anthony Edwards, who had a monster night tonight with 37 points, leading all scores, get a driving and one and Minnesota's went on a run. Still able to get it off to C.J. McCollum. Left side, catch and shoot three on the way. Comes up short. Najee Marshall, the third-year forward out of Xavier. Misfires on that. Ant back the other way. Driving layup is good, and he drew the foul. Herb Joe's reached in. He's called for the foul. Ant to the free-throw line where he'll try to cap off an and-one. He is ninth in the league in most and-one opportunities this year. Wow, that's pretty awesome. I did not know that stat. Thank you, Alan Horton, right there on the call. Ninth in the league with uh, the and ones. That's uh, that's 
the drives and the fouls, I like that. That's that's pretty awesome. That, that shows the aggressive nature of Anthony Edwards. Attack, 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 attack. Love that. All right, in the second quarter, though, uh, the Pelicans started to go on a, on a run. And Jose Alvarado, he's uh, he's one of those guys. He's all energy, all maximum effort all the time. He knocks down this three-point shot. 440 left to go in the first half. Things starting to heat up here in New Orleans. Jose Alvarado with it. Right side, McCullough, deep three over McDaniels. He got it. Online and on target. It's a double-digit advantage for the Pelicans. 48-36 and a timeout as the Wolves bring the ball in the front court. All right, so that's the way things were shaking out there in that second quarter with the Pelicans going on a run. But in that third quarter, the Wolves, like I mentioned, outscoring the Pelicans 39-21. Nice little back and forth here with Anthony Edwards into C.J. McCollum. Russell circles off the Gobert screen, penetrates down the lane out to Edwards. Right side, three is good. 28 for Anthony Edwards. He's got eight here in the opening two and a half minutes of the third quarter. Russell sets him up. Here's Ingram to the elbow. Pump fakes. The defense reacted to that. They left C.J. McCollum wide open wing left. And he buries the triple. Yeah, C.J.'s pretty good, man. C.J. is pretty, pretty good. And C.J. McCollum tonight, he had a pretty, pretty solid night for the Pelicans. Uh, He led them in scoring with 25 points. But, um, look, we've got some guys that are knocking down some clutch shots. I know Jay McDaniels, even though he fouled out tonight, he had a couple of clutch shots there in the fourth, but also D'Angelo Russell with this uh, three-point shot that he made. 34 points for Ant. Up top, D'Lo straight away on the three. Nothing but net. Third three of the game. He's up to 17, D'Angelo Russell. Well, that's always a good sign. When D'Lo is cooking in the fourth quarter, that means good things for the Wolves. It did last year, and it does again this year. And that's it. The Wolves win 111-102 over New Orleans tomorrow night. They have off back in action. Earlier game on Friday, a 6.30 tip, not 7 o'clock, but 6.30 tip right here on the Good Neighbor News Talk 830-WCCO. I will have Timberwolves tonight on Friday night. All right, uh, Stevie T, Steve Thompson in for me tomorrow night with the Lake Show. We'll talk to you on Friday right here on the Good Neighbor. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.